so excited. We have the fabulous Gina Suzanne today. She's an event strategist, a funnel builder, and a podcast host. She's one of the most sought after event strategists in the entrepreneurial game. She is known for helping business owners double their income in mere days, strategic live events. She's the founder of She Grinds Events Agency, which teaches six and seven figure female entrepreneurs how to plan and launch strategic and profitable live events for more freedom, profit, and peace of mind. And she's a fabulous podcaster now too. So welcome, Gina. We're so glad to have you on the show. Valerie, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is amazing. Thank you. And, um, and I invited you because a little bit about your background. You were an engineer and then you went into this other, this other field. So I, wanted, I want you to talk a little bit about that, how you, sh- how you shifted. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I was a chemical engineer for the first half of my life. <laughs> and um, I was quite shy, actually. I'm actually quite introverted um, in the sense that uh, being around people a lot drains me. So I thought an engineer was like a great position to be in. But it turns out that I had a different set of skills than most engineers, whereas I wasn't, not to insult any engineers listening, but a lot of us don't have great social skills. But what I think my parents knew that I was quite introverted at a young age, that they always were throwing me into positions where I had to get out of my comfort zone to a point where now I don't, I always am out of my comfort zone because that's what I'm used to is just always leaving my little zone. Right. So actually we were involved with the Catholic church for a while. Well, the, Still, but um, I would (laughs) lecture. I would lecture in front of hundreds of people every Sunday, and I would read from the big book in front of everyone. And people would be like, "Wow, you are the greatest lecture ever!" And I was like, "Me and my dad practice every Saturday." (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was I was speaking from a very very young age, and even when I was going through internships with the United States Navy as an engineer we would have like competitions, speaking competitions. And I had this one mentor and I'll never forget him. His name is Reese. And, um, he was this huge, huge muscular guy and he was very intimidating. He's like, today we're going to work on your speaking skills. I was like, okay. So I had to give a presentation at the end of the summer and he's like, you're going to be the best one. So he got a giant tin coffee can and a handful of pennies. And he's like, start presenting. And I would stand in this big empty room, just him and I, he would be all the he wasn't like in the back, but he was like in the middle, right in front of me though. And every time I said, um, or paused or stuttered, he'd throw a penny in this coffee can and it would rattle me. And if it rattled me, he'd throw another one in. Oh my goodness. And then over the summer, (laughs) as I practiced, there was zero pennies in the can. But let me tell you, the first time we did that, there was like $3 of pennies in there. (laughs) It was his money though, not yours, right? Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, so I was speaking at a young age. Well, good. And then you said you also joined Toastmasters. I did. You're speaking even further. I'm a Toastmaster too. So, yeah, you've been doing it for way, way longer than yes, I have. Yeah, 22 years. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, Toastmasters is amazing. I love um, the beginning when they make you freestyle. And I remember my first day ever in Toastmasters, 
we went around and they're like, okay, your topic is basketball. Go. I'm like, I don't know anything, Valerie, about basketball. And, but you had to go for like three minutes or something without stopping. Right. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I'm oh God, I was so nervous, but going week after week or month after month. And it really just trained me to just keep speaking. And it really just got me out of my comfort zone and it let my mouth catch up with my brain, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So it's, if you, you have to get out of your comfort zone to learn anything. Absolutely. And, and then you get comfortable getting outside of your comfort zone. And then I'm always learning. It's great. Yeah. yeah because you're always stretching yourself. If, if you're not stretching yourself then you're not learning anything and you're kind of get stuck. So, you know, I'm really 100%. glad that you, that you did that. And do you believe that that's part of the reason now that you shifted into what you're doing now? Tell us a little bit about that. Definitely. So I was entrepreneurial my entire life. Um, I guess you could technically pinpoint it to second grade if you want to go back that far. Um, <laughs> during recess, I would collect a group of people and I, we'd go like acorn hunting. And then to get into my nature club, you had to give me like your five best acorns. And like we had a treasure. Like what do we – there was no money involved. We had a treasure though. We had a secretary. We had like written rules. Like we met every Wednesday. Like so I was like leading people from a very – young age. Um, so, but and entrepreneurial was always in my blood and I always loved it, but, um, we didn't have a lot of money growing up and my parents were very clear to make money. You needed to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or accountant. So I picked an engineer like for no reason at all, except to make money. I'm mm-hmm. not very good at math. I'm not good at science. And I'm definitely, definitely not, uh, analytical in the sense of crunching numbers. So like, what's it the best field for me? probably not. But it did give me that edge because I love to speak and I have some some developed social skills through speaking at church, Toastmasters, and, you know, the nature club from second grade. So, you know. <laughs> now, how long were you an engineer? I was an engineer for hmm, four years. Yeah, four years. And then I met a handsome British man on vacation fell in love. He convinced me to quit. Um, and we traveled the world ever since. So that was two years later. <laughs> we are traveling the world running businesses. <laughs> so honey, quit your job and go with me around the world. And of course you had to say yes to that. Yeah. <laughs> like my parents freaked out, but they've come around. They've come around. <laughs> well, you've got some success. And so they're seeing, you know, that you're, that make, it's making you happy too. Definitely. Was that pretty scary when you when you left your full-time engineering job? Valerie, it was terrifying. So I am not, not, not the type of person to like just jump ship and like believe in yourself and you can do anything your mind believes in. Like that's like not really me. So I knew that I was leaving my job in, in April-ish. And so in January, I started teaching English to Chinese children via a company online. And um, that's pretty cool. And that's a huge speaking experience because you have to satisfy Chinese parents and Chinese toddlers. So you need to be very attention grabbing and enthusiastic and you have to have facial gesture, facial expressions and hand gestures to capture their attention. So I do think that helps in the general scheme of thing. Maybe mm-hmm. everyone should teach English online. I'm not sure. But um, so I had a little bit of income coming on online because I knew uh, before I was starting my own business, which I didn't know at the time was gonna be events, um, although it was my superpower. 
if you look back into my history, but I didn't know at the time um, that I was having that income from teaching English on the side to make that leap between very large engineering salary to very small entrepreneurial salary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, since then, you started a couple of companies now. And, and I find it really interesting because when we were talking earlier, you said that you're not a speaker. And, That's true. And now here you are telling me these different times that you are speaking. That is oh. true. And I thought of another one. Um, I was actually teaching spin classes um, for a few years when I was um, as an engineer. And um, I was really, really shy at first. But if you go to spin classes, you know, the teachers are always incredibly enthusiastic and capturing your attention. So like over the years, um, I became a better and better spin classes and my like classes were growing. So you did challenge me to think of, you know, I said I wasn't a speaker because I wasn't speaking on huge stages, you know, the ones I organize for my clients. But I do speak a lot in different kinds of platforms, whether it's at church, right? Or at a spin class in front of the room or on podcasts like this or my own podcast or running accountability calls for Jamie, my partner's company. So you're right. Yes. So I think a lot of us, you know, as women, we don't really understand our value and what we bring to the table. And by you getting out and speaking, you're really opening up your, your world to more opportunities. For so, sure. It increases yeah. your visibility tremendously, tremendously. Right, right. Yeah. And now that you're, you're leading, uh, cause I, I took the, the class with you and Jamie on how to podcast. That's right. Um, so, and because I wanted to get out in a different Avenue and really take, take myself out of my comfort zone and figured, okay, man, I can reach more people through the podcasts. So it's really amazing that, you know, the journey that I'm on, I keep continuing to grow and adding speaking in a different, again, a different area. Yeah. So, so you just add up those platforms. And so what episode is this? Like how many have you recorded so far? This is number six. Number six. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm not much further behind you, to be honest. Um, and you, it's really crazy when you go back and listen to your first few episodes, to your sixth episodes, to your 40th episodes, and then to your hundredth episodes, how your voice changes and your confidence changes. Like we just listened back to Jamie's first ever like Facebook live that he did when he was like running around Thailand. Um, and he lacked so much confidence. And you can tell now when he gets on the camera, both of us, we just beam with a lot more comfort in our voice. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to see yourself grow from that point of view. Yeah. And I can already see a difference because my first two, I was just really tense. Um, you know, I had to pay attention to a lot of different things besides just listening to my guest. And, um, and I'm a little more comfortable with you today. So that's yeah. really great. So I figured, uh, you know, eventually, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get more and more comfortable with it because I've I've seen other ladies that have been on their, uh, their Facebook live and other podcasters. And I listen. I go back and I listen to the beginning ones uh, and they're on their hundredth one. So I've listened to that. And I said, let me go back to the beginning and I hear the difference. Yeah. Uh, So it's just really getting comfortable being uncomfortable little steps by step. So true. 
So true. And like, I think the big part is just like really having fun with it because no one wants to listen to something so serious, you know? I mean, unless it's like a medical podcast and maybe, maybe it should be serious or like law or something. But in terms of business, it doesn't have to be so uptight, you know? Like, what would you want to listen to? Like, who are you trying to attract and embody that vibe that, so my show is very, very, very lighthearted and we like curse and we joke and we laugh and we make fun. And it just, it's a definitely a different vibe than um, a lot of other things that I listen to, you know? Mm-hmm. So just always having fun with that, I think, is huge. And that's She Grinds. Yes, that is She Grinds. And I omitted the I to be cool, so it's She Grins. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, probably not the best idea. So maybe if anyone's listening to this and you want to name a company, maybe spell it the right way, you know? Just a thought. <laughs> well, that was, that's, makes it more interesting. Yeah. I do not... If you had one thing of advice to give to women thinking of going into speaking or adding speaking to their business to grow it, to get more visibility, more authority, what would you tell them? Okay, I got this. Okay. So I'm going to call it back to the story of spin class again because this is my secret is uh, I have trouble following through and I know a lot of people are like this. Um, but putting yourself in a position where you have to show up. So either calling yourself out, making something publicly known, like in the podcast profit lab, what's the first thing we tell you to do? We tell you to post something on Facebook that says something big is coming. It's happening. On. Right. Yes. So like now you've told the whole world, right? So I love either calling yourself out or showing up. So um, I'm kind of a chubby gal and I have a problem consistently going to the gym, right? So what I did was, I was like, I'm going to be a spin class teacher. I love spin class. I'm pretty good at it. And I know that I have to show up. If I'm teaching the class, you know I have to show up. So I committed to teaching classes and you know, I never missed one because I had to producing shows. So I love holding yourself accountable and calling yourself out. That was my one advice, piece of advice. I'd love to, to, I'd love for you to tell us how to get a hold of you, how to contact you. Yeah, absolutely. You can um, always email me at Gina at AtkinsonMediaGroup.com. And I can spell that out for you. It's Gina, G-I-N-A, at Atkinson, A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N, MediaGroup.com assuming you know how to spell media group. Um, (laughs) And um, you can also find me on Instagram at um, she grinds, S H E G R N D S. There's no I in grinds because we already talked about that. um, Yeah. (laughs) Great idea, Gina. Great idea. And um, yeah, just email me, tag me on Instagram. If you um, have any event questions or you want to start a podcast. Pretty cool. Um, And then do you have uh, something to, to, for them to contact you, uh, just a giveaway or? Uh, yes, I do have a giveaway. Um, let me, do you have the link? Can we put that in the show notes? We'll put that in the show notes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. It is a, um, it is a checklist for starting your live event. So you don't forget anything when you're setting up your first live event and, um, live events are awesome. I'm just going to say this one thing that even if you're not ready for speaking yourself, organizing, um, a live event for your company or someone, you know, is awesome because you get to see and involve yourself in speakers. And I love just, I love just listening to speakers and taking notes and just Mm -hmm. looking at the good and the bad. Um, to apply to my next speaking thing. 
I love that because a lot of organizations are doing more speaking at their companies. Absolutely. And by getting, by volunteering and getting involved, it's a next step. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and then entrepreneurial women to, to get out there and, and start, uh, you know, speaking at libraries or speaking at Chamber of Commerce is excellent. But yeah. you've done so much, you know, and you're, you're, uh, you're such a young woman and you're already, you know, are living a full life. So I really admire you for taking oh, that jump, you. that step. And, um, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. And you're creating so much and helping a lot of people people men and women really get further into their uh, their success yes definitely so. your well, voice creates change right <laughs> change right, makers right and that's what we need we need to get more women on on stages for sure 100 percent. so so uh well thank you for being on the show gina thank and you so much for having me valerie thank you and so we'll hope to get you on another episode sometime definitely Thank you. Enjoy the next vacation that you're going. <laughs> it's off to Nashville after this. Oh, terrific. You just came from a cruise, so now you're going to Nashville. <laughs> well, you'll have yeah. a lot of fun in Nashville. Definitely love Nashville. <laughs> Thanks, Gina. Thanks, Valerie.